What is up, everybody? We're rolling audio here today on episode 57 of The Harder Show. How are you doing? I, I hope you're doing absolutely fantastic on this Thursday afternoon. If it's another day and you're not listening on Thursday, then shout out to whatever day you're listening on. Thank you so much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of The Harder Show, of this podcast that you are currently listening to. Um, definitely uh, the most, um, uh, probably unique episode so far. I know I say things like that every single intro up to the episode, but this one really is different. I am uh, going to sit down and I'm going to kind of hang out and play some guitar uh, and just kind of talk about guitar and that kind of thing. It was really fun to do this podcast. Um, basically, I, I sat down the other night and wanted to play guitar, and I wanted to record a podcast, so I put them both together. <laughs> and that's just what happened. Um, it almost was like I was having a conversation with someone at the store again. Um, so it was kind of cool. Um, this is definitely a, uh, a a very specific neat niche kind of podcast for guitar players and people who are music fans and that kind of thing. Not really for your average person. Even though I do really appreciate you clicking the play button, even if you're not uh, a guitar player or a fan of guitar or anything like that, and you're just supporting the show, I sincerely appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll at least maybe get some entertainment out of it. Um, it was a lot of fun doing it, so I really hope that shows through. Uh, not sure I'm going to do something like this again. You never know, so be sure to let me know what you think of it. Um, it's been a cool week. Been a really cool week. Um, I mentioned a couple times in the podcast. You actually hear in the podcast, um, and one of my alarms go off on my phone, and I stop uh, for just a second to listen to Outshine on 99 on the Rock, which is awesome. Um, I'm so uh, you know I've said it a hundred times. I'm so proud of those guys for uh, what they are accomplishing. Um, I am in no way, shape, or form have any, I guess, reason to be proud. It's not like they're my friggin' kids or, you know, they're not like my old band or anything like that. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I consider those guys buddies. So I uh, am very proud and very uh, awesome. It's very awesome to see um, kind of the, the recognition and success they're having on their level. They work really, really hard and they're awesome guys. So that's very cool. And you can be sure that they'll, I'm sure they'll be on the podcast again. And they're awesome because they gave me my intro song and <laughs> my intro song. So very cool. Shout out to Outshot again. Be sure to tune in to 94 on the Rock tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, um, or Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, depending on when you're listening to this as well, to hear more songs from their debut EP. It's going to be awesome, guys. Now, before I go any further, because I am hyperactive and I'm running around and acting all crazy here today. I want to give a massive shout out to my man, Mr. Jason Reese over at Jaybird Digital Arts. You guys know darn well by now. Yes, that's right, folks. Darn well. We're going to try and have another. Uh, this isn't a family friendly podcast. I think I drop a, a four letter word once or twice in this one here. But uh, we, we try here at the Harder Show. Um I always want to give a big shout out to my man, Mr. Jason Reese over at Jaybird Digital Arts. You guys know by now how awesome he is and how much awesome stuff he does. He does album design work, logos, print art, uh, friggin' album covers. He does linear notes, all that kind of thing. Uh, he's done any, basically anything you see that I post that is digital art related uh, or any kind of t-shirts or anything like that in the future. Um, you can be damn sure that Jason's part of it somehow because Jason does amazing work, all for an amazing price, and he's a great guy. If you need to be reminded of that, you can check out the Harder Show 50th episode live cast where he literally drove for an hour, over an hour just to make sure I had my t-shirts for the live cast. So that's amazing. Still can't believe he did that. Um, and that was only a few episodes ago, but still amazing, folks. So be sure to take the time to hit Jason up if you need any of that kind of work done. Or if you just want to support him, you can hit him up on the web at www.jbird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, Digital Arts. Dot com. You can also find him on the on Facebook, excuse me, under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle, and on Instagram, also under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. Now, all that fun stuff out of the way, we are going to roll right into this guitar cast here. I'm going to go ahead and shove it over to myself. In just a minute, first we're going to hear a little bit of Outshine and their song Why. And then we're going to hear a little guitar and that kind of thing. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into it.
So yeah, we're hanging out. We're hanging out. Playing some fiddle. So I feel like, I feel like playing guitar, okay? So uh, uh, I'm, I'm sitting down, getting ready to record a podcast, and um, I'm sitting, hooking everything up, and I went, you know, I'm sitting looking at my, my amp I have on the floor here, and I go, man, when was the last time I sat down and played guitar? I feel like it's been a long time. And, um, well, long story short, I started to play the guitar. <laughs> and uh, I just kind of went, you know what? I'd never play guitar anymore. <laughs> so I, I wanted to record a podcast. And I decided, why don't I try doing both of them? Aside from the fact that I'm not very good at multitasking, basically all I can do is play random chords while I talk. So that's what I decided to do. And uh, that's why this is entitled Guitar Cast, because I'm literally just going to kind of hang out and play some, maybe some random noodling on guitar, talk a little bit about um, my setup. Um, I have talked in my, about my guitars before. I did my, uh, I think it was episode 15, I do believe. I did, uh, kind of listed off all the guitars I had and that kind of thing, but I, I didn't really start going in depth about it. Um, and, and I feel like this is a podcast that's, um, uh, maybe wouldn't be for everybody. Um, it's definitely a select, uh, group of people <laughs> who would, uh, tune into this podcast, but I figured, you know what? What the hell? I figured I'd do it. <laughs> That's pretty much what this is going to be. It's just me kind of noodling around while I'm talking. Maybe stopping once in a while to play a passage. Um, so basically, I'll, I'll run down my rig I got here. So I've got my line six, right? And my line six little spider forty uh, thirty walk, excuse me. And um, I've got a mic hooked up to that. Uh, no, sorry, not hooked up to. I got a mic in front of it, which is giving me this tone. Not the greatest sound in the world here, folks, but uh, you'll hear when I click it in here. Not the worst sound in the world either. I've heard much worse. <laughs> so I figured, you know what, that that works. Um, and then I've got that running into my board, um, into one of the uh, one of the one of the channels, and I've got to EQ a little bit, got a little bit of bass on there, um, cranked the mid up just a hair, just so that when I actually hit a chord. There's at least a little bit of note definition in there, because <laughs> uh, as you, as most of you would probably know who listened to this podcast, the uh, the Lion Sixes are not famous <laughs> for their uh, their clarity and their note definition. That is just a given. And then, uh, obviously, I'm running my mic through the mixer as well, so that's kind of interesting. Um, doing it this way, I've never done it this way before. And then I have. Uh, Obviously, my guitar running into the amp. No, uh, nothing on the front of it. Um, usually, I have my uh, my metal zone pedal hooked up, kind of acting as an EQ. Um, and the way I set that, um, I have everything at twelve o'clock as far as the actual EQ is concerned. And then I crank my level up to ten, and I turn the distortion off on it, so it's a zero. So basically, all it's really doing. Um, is it's uh, the the signal that it's sending into the amplifier is basically it's EQ'd and hot right off the bat, so it does beef it up quite a bit. Um, and then I just turn my gain down a little bit on my amp. Uh, I, I I do like some mids. Um, I don't like that scoop mid anymore. I used to. <laughs> um, I like a little bit of clarity. Um, 
my base is pretty much always set uh you know um almost full <laughs> i like a lot of bass a lot of low end um and then my my troubles usually around noon maybe one o'clock two o'clock somewhere in that ballpark i, I don't uh, I, I don't like a whole lot of trouble um on my clean i do as you guys can probably hear i do like uh maybe on the neck pick up more trebly than uh than my distorted sound um but it, it guitar tone is something that it's such an acquired taste <laughs> i'll have people say to me uh they'll they'll hear my amp or whatever and they'll go man it's too much trouble for me and i'll go well to me <laughs> it sounds pretty good um f- for what i have anyway um and it's funny talking with so many people about tone and that. Now I'll get into different tones and that kind of thing and different amps I like and stuff. Maybe um, this is all totally winging it. If you guys couldn't tell, this is already a bit of a train wreck. But I'm gonna keep going anyway because um, this is a new thing for me. Um, I almost feel like I should be recording video as well, but uh, I do not have a camera to do that with, so I'm not doing it. Um, but. I guess I'll I'll maybe talk a little bit about uh, the the guitar I am playing and that you are hearing. Um, obviously, you hear what it sounds like. Um, this is my. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Gotta get that neck pickup life, fam. like six chords so bear with me <laughs> but um this guitar this is my uh my now famous i guess in a way um my uh, my my ltd eclipse and that's the eclipse 1000 the ec 1000 um in the uh Silver burst finish. Now, if you guys are familiar with this guitar, it's a basically the Eclipses. It's it's, it's a Les Paul shape, um, or single cut shape, as I like to call it, because <laughs> I don't like calling it a Les Paul shape. Um, it's just a basic single cut shape. Um, the the horn on it's a little a uh, little spikier <laughs> than your average guitar. Um, kind of gives it more of a uh, a metal vibe, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and I'm, I'm I'll probably put up a picture of this guitar as the thing on uh, instagram for this so if you guys want to actually see a decent uh, picture of the guitar definitely go check that out i'm sure i will uh either take a picture or find one or something um and uh you know it, it's a pretty base guitar so it's the deluxe 1000 um so it's got your uh, emg active pickups you got your 81 and your 60 um two separate volume controls master tone three-way toggle um it's a 24 and uh 24.75 inch scale length uh, and it's got the uh, the LTD locking tuners which is great um, because I, I I it's funny locking tuners is something that, that's hilarious um, I, I would always have people say to me when I was at the store hey man like I want locking tuners I want locking tuners and and locking tuners work phenomenal I love them um, for this particular guitar it suits it really well I couldn't pitch this guitar without it. Just really helps keep everything in tune, um, especially with how much I tune this thing around. This thing is never in the same tuning every day, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. Um, but it's 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 basically um, for those of you who may not be familiar with, with what a locking tuner is. Basically, it, it it's basically it's your standard tuner, but somewhere in the tuner there's either some kind of a mechanism that you turn after. You fed your string your after you fed your string through, excuse me, um, and and it it basically clamps down on it. These these particular ones, the CSP LTD locking tuners, um, there's a little button on the back that you kind of either you know you turn to tighten or loosen or whatever. Um, and with these guys, you feed your string through, and as you turn it upwards, you see this little tiny kind of 
bar almost clamped down on your string, and that's what keeps it from uh, from essentially moving um, once it's in tune. Anyway, that's the idea. Um, you've all, you've got tons of different types of locking tuners. These ones work pretty great. Um, they come stock on the guitar, so. I mean, I can't really say anything else about them. Um, would I recommend putting them in a guitar that doesn't have them already? Probably not, um, just because there's much better ones out there. Uh, the Spurzel locking tuners, that's the way to go, folks. The Spurzels are amazing. I had them on my baritone guitar years ago, and they are phenomenal. But uh, I'm not here to talk about brands. <laughs> but this guitar... Um, it's definitely my main that I play all the time. It, it, it's pretty battle tested as far as uh, I, I'm a bedroom player and a garage jammer and stuff like that. I'm not playing on stage or anything like that. Obviously, if you couldn't tell by my playing, <laughs> I am not that good. Um, it, it's always hilarious to me because uh, you know I worked I worked at a guitar store for like three years, um, and I I am very rusty. <laughs> I haven't picked up a guitar in probably at least two or three weeks um, since last time I actually played guitar. And people were like, oh, that's not that long. For me, that's a long time. When you think about for at least three or four years, I play guitar every day for at least a couple hours. So when you bring that into the equation, it's pretty hilarious to think that I've gone two or three weeks without playing guitar. But that's just how it goes sometimes um, with work and stuff like that and the podcast as well. Um uh, my free time before I used to sit down and play guitar or I'd want to play guitar whereas now I, I want a podcast <laughs> it's fun for me um, and then you have a situation like this where for the first time I'm combining the two because that's just what happens folks um, but it's uh, it, it's affectionately known uh, this guitar as the general um, and everyone always says to me well you know it, you look at this guitar, it looks like it's ready for war. And usually I have it tuned down pretty low. Um, it's currently actually in D standard, um, which maybe for those of you who aren't familiar with D standard tuning, um, it's your standard. See, there's a little flat there. Um, these are a little bit lighter strings than I'm used to. So if it goes a little flat, I do apologize. Um, but basically... You take your standard tune guitar, which is your E to E, um, and you're basically going to tune the whole thing down in full step um, to your D to D. So it's D, G, C, F, A, and D. D, G, C, F, A, D. I'm a little flat. <laughs> I'm a little flat, but uh, that that is what it is. Let me uh, my trusty snark here. If you're not familiar with the D standard, you also might know it, know it as drop C tuning. Very popular tuning, especially for metal. And um, drop C is pretty much my main tuning. I play in drop C a lot, um, no matter what I'm doing. Because the funny thing about me is Aside from the fact that I'm really not that good of a guitar player when you get down to it, I don't know a lot of songs, man. Like right now, sitting here right now, I can play Awake by Godsmack like fully. And we're back. <laughs> As you guys heard there, um, had my uh, my alarm go off because um, I, I had an alarm set for t today. As I record this, um, Outshined, Outshined. Uh, is on 94 on the Rocks Generation next uh, this week. Um, and they will be on again today, Thursday, at 8 p.m. Um, so definitely check that out. Obviously, I am recording this uh, not on Thursday. <laughs> but um, just uh, I had to had to set the alarm so I made sure I didn't forget um, so I could listen to Outshine on, uh, on 94 on the Rock. That was amazing. Big shout out to Outshined. Um, be sure to keep your... Uh, your eyes and everything on their Facebook and their website and stuff, guys. A lot of amazing things going on for those guys. I'm so proud of those guys. Um, it was uh, very surreal to hear them on the radio, considering that Brandon uh, was my part-timer <laughs> for a little while. Um, it, it's just funny. I, I feel nothing but proud. So congratulations, boys. You deserve everything that's going to be coming your guys' way. 
So that's that. And go back to what I was talking about. Um, sitting here right now, as I was saying, I, I can probably play like Awake by Godsmack fully and like maybe a couple Alice in Chains tunes and Stranded by Gojira. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I got. Um, it's pretty hilarious considering considering that I've been playing guitar for like almost 10 years. Um, I, I know a lot of riffs and I know a lot of... Um, uh, the, the, my problem is a, a lot of the stuff I know how to play... I feel like I'm explaining to someone when they're like, can you play me a song? I'm not the right tuning. Um, a lot of the songs I know how to play are in different tunings. And, you know, I, I, I could sit here right now and play like, say, Man in the Box. Doesn't sound right, does it? Because it's in... D standard, not half step. So I got to go up a step. I could grab my capo and do all that kind of bullshit, or I could grab another guitar. I do have two other guitars I could play, but um, that's just how it goes right now. So when it comes to um, pl- playing guitar and that kind of thing, and playing songs, um, it, it it's pretty funny that like I'll know all these riffs. Um, but I also would do a lot of like noodling and writing. That's pretty much all I do now. Um, when I sit down to play guitar, uh, I'm not sitting down to uh, learn a new song necessarily. The last the last song I've learned, um, and the first song I've learned in a long time was actually "Stranded" by Gojira, um, just because it's it was so easy, um, and it has that chorus that. You get the point. <laughs> it's a sick tune. Uh, if you haven't heard of that song, definitely check it out. That's Stranded by Gojira. Really cool. Um, especially that chorus. Um, so so when I sit down now, I don't necessarily sit down to practice to get better or anything. I just kind of groove out and hang out. Um, I'll play riffs either. Uh, I personally have written. Um, I'll try and write riffs. I'll play riffs from old songs that me or uh, my good buddy, Mr. Patrick Lair have written. Um, it, it just depends on what I'm in the mood to do. Um, so a lot of people will say, oh, well, like, what do you practice? What do you do to warm up? Um, I used to have a lot, a lot of kids would always ask me, what can I do to warm up? Um, and, and a lot of what I do, if I ever want to like warm up, like I should have done before I did this, <laughs> cause I am a, I'm a little sloppy. So I apologize. Um, I do a lot of just really basic basic hand exercises because I don't know a lot of stuff as far as theory and that kind of thing and proper exercises I'll start off really basic um this finger you know kind of rhythmic things like Um, and what I'm doing is I'm just taking my index finger, my middle finger, ring finger, and pinky finger, and I'm going with my index finger on the first fret. One, two, three, four. Really, really simple. Um, I'll do that a lot to kind of get my fingers moving. Um, and I'll go up and down, you know. All that kind of crap. Um, just to kind of get my fingers moving. Um, and then as far as my right hand, um, I'll just do really basic rhythmic stuff. Um, sometimes I'll put on a drum track, and I'll just literally kind of get my hand going. Just stuff like that. Anything to get your hand going. Um, people ask me a lot, um, or would ask me a lot, how do I develop speed and that kind of thing? And there isn't really a trick. Um, I, I'm really not that fast, um, especially when I'm not really working. When I'm warmed up, I can play kind of fast with my right hand, I guess. But um, when you get down to it, I'm really not that fast. <laughs> but uh, it, 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 for me, speed 
and 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 kind of rhythmic stuff like that. It was a lot of just sitting there and doing it over and over again, just sitting there going. Well, I would palm mute it. Until I got to the point where it just got more comfortable to do. Riff out. That was bad. <laughs> sometimes the riff outs are good, sometimes they're not. Try to think of more. A lot of people always ask me about tunings. Because um, I never. I barely ever play in standard tuning. Uh, it's very rare I play in standard tuning. I'll play a lot of boats in, um, like I mentioned earlier, in drop C, obviously. Which is essentially your drop D style tuning, just down a full step. So it's your, your low D would now be a C. Um, really good heavy stiff. But I'll, I'll do things like... Uh, So all I've done there is I've just taken my, my C and I dropped down another full step. Um, obviously these strings are way too flimsy for this. As you can hear, it's kind of bouncing all over the place. But I've dropped it down to A. So it's kind of like um, your standard um, one finger drop C, drop D style chords. sound very good so it almost forces you to be creative um or if you um do kind of like your standard power chord positions it um Basically, you're playing the same note, so. So there's my C. That's my C as well. So it, it's interesting. Um, kind of gives you the, the, the feel as almost if you're playing a seven string, if that makes sense. Because um, when you're playing a seven string, unless you drop D style, your, uh, your, low, your low E, um, which in that case should be a little B technically. Um, you can't really play those kind of drop D style chords. Right? They don't sound very good. Um, so I'll do a lot of different tunings like that. Um, I'm kind of just have this is kind of had turned into me talking about different kind of stuff I do. I didn't know where this podcast was going to go. <laughs> so hopefully you guys are still with me on this. I, I appreciate you guys hanging out while I just kind of shoot the shoot the shit about guitar stuff. Um, with different tunings, I mean, there's so much different stuff you can do. Um, I'm going to turn it on clean while I do this here. Like, obviously, I have my my kind of inverted A drop C style. Mastodon uses tuning a lot. Um, I wish I could play the songs I use this for. <laughs> um, I think Black Tongue, Curl of the Burl, I know for sure uses this. Crack the Sky uses it, actually. I wonder if I could... That's not 100%, but that's the basic idea. Um, so really all they're doing with that, so there's my A sharp and the other A sharp.
kind of gives it more of a fuller effect bending the both. And all I'm doing there to play that that part, um, I'm just in my kind of my standard two finger power chord position up on the first fret. I don't know my theory if you guys couldn't tell. Um, so I I don't really know what to call that proper chord. Um, so so I'm just kind of winging it, um, but that kind of gives you the effect I, I, instead of you know almost going into riff writing here I, instead of just playing it like this which is kind of it's basically the riff but when you play it with the two both those strings lot more fuller and cooler sounding I think so because it's basically a, a higher harmony so it's pretty stuff when you get into that kind of thing there's so much you can do with guitar it's hilarious kind of exploring tunings a little bit more um, you, you could stick with your drop C's and that kind of thing and your drop D's or you can go lower um, it really starts getting fun for me um, when I get down to uh, Usually about B uh, B standard, I call it, which uh, I'm gonna tune to. I'm gonna put it on clean for this. Excuse the tuning here, folks. Fast forward. <laughs> uh, I was trying to uh, tune the old guitar, and these strings are so goddamn flimsy. It took me about five minutes to tune the thing, so I just decided to scrap that little section. Um, so what I've done, as you can hear, sounds a little different now. Because what I've done, I have tuned everything down um, to B standard. Those of you who play seven string, you'll be familiar with this, because what it is, your low E is now a B, then your A is now an E, and then your D is now an A, your uh, G is now a D, then your B is now an F sharp, and then your uh, your high E is another B. Very cool. Um, five finger death punch. Use this tuning. Um, as well as Crowbar um, uses tuning as well. A lot of different bands, but the reason why I say 7-string guys might be familiar with it, this tuning here is literally 7-string tuning, except for your high E, obviously, is uh, is not um, is not E, because uh, it can't be. <laughs> um, what I mean by that is you have your B, which would be your that 7th string, that low B, and then your E, A, D, G, B, and so forth. Um, there is a slight difference in the fact that your uh, your G is an F sharp. But it's pretty friggin' similar. <laughs> so, I mean, when I said that once, someone corrected me. They're like, uh, actually, no. And I'm just like, listen, calm down. It's close enough, folks. If I play... Um, E minor on the uh, sounds close enough, right? Different octaves than that, but pretty close. That was uh, a little bit of New Orleans just sinking. Um, playing that E minor, folks. But um, essentially with drop B, or sorry, with B standard. Even just playing standard chord sounds, it sounds cool, it's different. But um, what I love about this tuning, hee hee.
pretty much anything you play with distortion sounds good. Which is pretty sweet. Um, I'm not going to play any crowbar or anything because I just uh, don't, don't really know much crowbar. Um, but it's cool. It's a... Um, it's a fun tuning. Um, and then, of course, you got your drop A. trick for you kids. Bending behind the nut, folks. Gotta remember to bend your hind behind your nut, kids. Um, literally just take your finger, pluck your note, put your finger on the string behind your nut. Bend her down, chief. You go from a full A. A sharp. Down. Pretty cool stuff. Look at your slide there. Don't have a lot of gain for that. Not enough gain for the Gojira slide. But um, it's a fun tuning. Um, I, I see kids tuning down lower and lower lately. And um, I don't think tuning down lower necessarily makes you any heavier. Um, if it did, then uh, everyone would just play in like drop G and get it over with. Let's do that in the drop G. Let's see what happens. Oh, good. Going into Mike Mashock territory here, folks. guitar is not going to be able to handle this that well. I shouldn't say that. The guitar itself can handle this tuning and stuff just fine. The strings. What I'm using on this guitar right now is a, uh, I'm using a 54 to 12 set, um, which to some people that's crazy heavy. To me, that's pretty light. Um, at one point, I was using a 68 to 14, I think was the heaviest I ever got. Actually, that's a lie. The heaviest I ever got was an 80 gauge on my baritone. And that was ridiculous. There's no point for that. <laughs> There's no need for that, folks. A little too far there. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> Might be as far as I can go. <laughs> Just by uh, my 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 first three strings here. So I got my G on the low. Listen to that rattle, folks. Can you hear that rattle? I'm gonna hold up the microphone. Hang on. Hear that rattle, folks? <laughs> Good lord! Not enough tension on that sound, bitch. You got your D and your G. That's the funny thing to me about, about drop G is the fact that my D string right now is in G. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> now we put on the store and see what happens. Yoink. I didn't even try new triplets or anything. It's not flubber.
Hey guys, look, I'm every single metal core band ever. It's not even a note there. <laughs> okay. I'm tuning, hang on. Jesus. <laughs> Back to D standard we go, folks. So, I, I, I guess kind of, kind of the point of why I wanted to do this podcast, aside from the fact that I just felt like playing guitar and wanted to do a podcast at the same time, um, talk a little bit about uh, what I play and how I play and so forth. Talk a little bit about tunings. Um, one, uh, one funny thing with tunings um, that a lot of people don't know uh, which I find is kind of cool. Depending on what kind of tuner you have, um, if you look on the back of your tuner or the side of it, there should be a little, a couple of little arrows. Like I, I have my snark tuner here, and on the back of it, there's these two little arrows. One's up, one's down, and it's the uh, the pitch change. So if I turn on my tuner and I put it back on my guitar here, so I'm in C A440. Now, if I click on, oh, hang on here. Where'd those arrows go? There we go. Click on my pitch. I'm in A440. But if I go down, A430 for this. So now, it says I'm sharp, even though I'm I'm in D standard in A440. But so I'm gonna tune down just a little bit. Four thirty. Recognize that riff? Quite possibly. That is Machine Head's Locust. Um, now, what this A430 um, and that kind of BS, what that is, essentially all you're doing is you're kind of meeting in between. So Machine Head, um, they play in this tuning. Um, they say they play drop B and then they tune it up a quarter step, which is technically right. Um, they just basically, they set their tuners, they tune a drop B and they set their tuners for A 450 which would be obviously going the opposite way 10 pitches um it's essentially the same thing i've done except for i started in drop c so i'm going to go down a quarter step um except for something that's already out of tune essentially all it's doing, it can either liven up or kind of add a little bit of beef to your tune, uh, depending on what you're tuned to. 
Um, I don't use tunings like this a lot. Some some guys will call them sweet tuning. Um, like if you're in standard tuning and you tune to a a four fifty, your harmonics are a little richer. Thank you. little easier to hit harmonics um, whereas like if I play I'll show you the difference here real quick if I play that riff locust by machine head something like that <laughs> and I tune back up set my pitch again here I tune back up to A440. So now it says I'm out of tune. So I'm in drop C, which is the tuning I was in before, but it was an A430. Now I'm in A440 again. So I play that same riff. It's very subtle, but you you will hear a difference. You'll notice it more in actual if you go from drop B up to the quarter step, you'll hear that difference a little bit more. I probably should have tuned that into drop B first. But kind of give you guys an idea. A lot of people don't know that <laughs> about that tuning. Um, if anyone has any questions about that, feel free to hit me up. Um, I, I, I feel a lot of new bands should be exploring tunings a little bit more with that kind of thing because it really can add something unique to your band. I know that uh, Mr. Dimebag Daryl used to play in quarter step tuning, um, which was in between uh, standard and uh, half step um, recorded, he played in half step, but live he played a lot in quarter step, which is uh, always gave him a very unique tone. Like I said, this kind of makes things a little richer. Um, your harmonics a little richer than that, especially when you hit a punch harmonic. It really makes it really, really rich and really pop. Um, so that's something cool that I just thought of. Um, but uh, talk a little bit about guitars. Um, my other guitars I have, maybe I'll just run through real quick here. I've got my. Uh, my Ibanez Geo. I'll put the uh, put the general away here. O volume, where it thou. There we go. Yeah, a little more standard tuned here. How's that? Yeah, hit the harmonic there instead of the freaking no, but whatever, you get the point. So this is my Ibanez, um, uh, Ibanez Geo SZ. Um, very cool guitar. I always forget this one. It does have the master volume, but it's backwards from my other guitar. Um, my other guitar has the uh, the neck pickup volume is the first knob I grab, whereas this one it's the opposite, the bridges. So I always uh, I always turn off the bridge when I mean to turn off the neck, like so, like doing that. Um, but it's a great little guitar. I picked this thing up for like freaking seventy dollars on Kijiji. Um, standard Ibanez tuners. Um, the pickups are unique to this guitar. They're pretty beefy, like pretty clean, pretty beefy. Pretty beefy sounding. Um, neck pickup is quite clean as well.
loud on the mixer, but you get the point. Which doesn't sound bad either for clean. Not really a key drive, but you get the point. Um, really cool little guitar. Um, I pretty much keep this in standard style tunings. Um, not much to say about it. usually have it strung with 10 to 46s. Um, just because, why not? Smooth transition! As I close out this random as hell, probably boring as hell for 90% of my listeners, all 10 of you, podcast here, we have one of my old faithfuls here. My Dean Flying V. Still in friggin' tune. Still in tune. One of the most comfortable guitars I will ever play. Um, really cool guitar. If you guys have seen this guitar before, um, it's just a cheap Dean VX White Flying V with a bolt-on neck, made in China. China. Really, really cheap piece of crap guitar. <laughs> But for some reason, I got a good one. Um, the neck on it is perfect. I love this freaking guitar. It's a little uh, little narrow for me. Um, but it's wicked nice and flat. Really, really nice sound to it. I usually have this strung with 11s. Um, I usually always keep this in standard tuning. This is my uh, my giver guitar for uh, the giver jams, which I will get into another time. Standard uh, standard Grovers on it. Really, really good. This thing always stays in tune. I never have a problem with it. Um, I go through nuts on it like crazy. Not sure why. It's got your uh, master, master volume, your two tone controls for each pickup, three-way selector. It's got a toggle switch. Is a little noisy, but it uh, splits the coil. Hear the difference there? Kind of fun. Gives me that single coil vibe if I want it. Neck pickups just aren't doing a damn thing the way I have this EQ'd. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but it's got a uh, Seymour Duncan 59 in the neck, which is that neck pickup. That's why it sounds so sweet. Really nice, clean. that coil taps as well and then uh, I've got the Simon Duncan distortion in the bridge position which of course Sounds good. Really nice crisp distortion. The amp I have really doesn't do this particular guitar justice. Um, it sounds really, really great through like a really good like plexi or something. Really, really nice tube amp. Um, that's why I fell in love with this guitar. I mean, my, my Line 6 sounds good for what it is, but um, definitely would love to get a tube amp soon. But this is a great guitar. Um... Very nice crisp clean distortion. As you can hear, even with the setup I have, it's a little noisy, like I said, but mm-hmm. 
That's an epic friggin' fail. <laughs> I haven't played that riff in years. Um, win a mo for war. I'll never forget that intro, that fucking... I'll never forget that. It's just that friggin'... That part I always mess up the first time I play it. Um, but it's a great guitar. Uh, tunes down really well as well. But outshined. A little bit outshined thrown in there. Um, sounds really good, and uh, this is in, in half set down drop D. It always sounds really good in this tuning. Pretty sweet stuff. Pretty sweet stuff. Um, so those are all my guitars. Like I said, I got my Lions Examp. Um, pretty fun stuff. <laughs> Definitely have much else to say. Um, thank you for hanging out with me and listening to me talk about my, my guitar gear and talk a little bit about guitar. Hopefully it was moderately entertaining or maybe uh, you learned a thing or two. Maybe. I don't know. Um I don't know if you'd like me to do something like this again. Now, this was a total trial, uh, trial run of this. Um, not sure if I'll ever do it again. Who knows? I'll see from the feedback, and I'll uh, I'll go from there. But uh, thanks for hanging out with me, guys. I am going to uh, try and play a little something, something, something here. We'll see how miserably I fail at this as I go into my little outro. Alright, so that was the guitar cast, uh, that little outro uh, riff there kind of sucked, but whatever, <laughs> you get the point. Um, hope you guys enjoyed hanging out with me while I talked some guitar. I uh, very much enjoyed it, kind of kind of reminiscent of hanging out, shooting the breeze at gigs music again. Very fun to do that. Um, actually, the, uh, uh, the coming up coming up to almost a year, actually, uh, since, since gigs music closed. So, kind of cool, very cool to sit down and do that. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. However you're listening, you know, if you're listening on the SoundCloud, be sure to hit that follow button and leave a like on this podcast if you enjoyed it. Be sure to comment away with anything you like to say. If you listen on the YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a like or dislike on this video, depending on what you thought of the content. Hopefully you enjoyed it, obviously. And be sure to comment your life away about anything. I always love to talk with you guys, get banter with you guys and that kind of thing, no matter what it is. And last but not least, guys, if you are listening on the iTunes, which you guys know is the easiest way to listen to The Harder Show, be sure to hit that subscribe button because when you do that, folks, you don't even have to think about it. Every Thursday and Sunday when I upload the podcast, it will be automatically downloaded to your device and you can listen whenever you get the chance. So it's great. That's the best way to do it, folks. And be sure to leave a rating on the iTunes as well. doesn't have to be a five-star rating even though obviously, I mean, hey, help a brother out. <laughs> but uh, if you don't think it's a five-star podcast, then that's fine. You know, maybe uh, you know, say, "Hey, buddy, your podcast sucks. Here's why." You know, I'm, I'm not above uh, I'm not above criticism, so I will uh, I will take it. And if it is a legit criticism, I will I will take it to heart, and I will I will improve the podcast as best I possibly can. I'm saying podcast a lot today. I'm not sure why, but whatever. We're rolling with it. I want to thank you again so much for tuning in, clicking that play button on the guitar cast. Hope you enjoyed it. That is going to do it for me here today, guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning in, clicking that play button. Be sure to check out Shout Out on 94.9 The Rock tonight. Uh, 
if you are listening to this in the afternoon, if you are not listening to it and it's a little bit later in the day, so long as it is before 7.50, tune in to 94 on the Rock, guys. It is going to be worth it. It's going to be amazing to hear some more channel on the radio. And be sure to check out their Facebook as they're going to be doing a live stream, I believe, tonight. I will be in the comment section as well. Um, hopefully they do that tonight, um, but we'll see what happens. They're busy guys too, so we'll see. But either way, guys, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you so much again for tuning in, clicking that play button, and I'll catch you guys next time on The Haunted Show. Take it easy.